Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. The Democrats suck. Oh, yes. Yes, it's true. That may bother some of you, the truth, the hard truth out there, but the Democrats really do suck. And their level of suck was proven yesterday, uh, which I will get to on an absolutely loaded show I always appreciate your patience on these Tuesdays, always stacked because we have to cover for the weekend what was left over on Monday, and there is a lot to talk about today. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your data from prying eyes today with expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, Daniel, as always, I'm doing well. Just, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back into Gen Pop, dude, you know? This is Gen Pop. What the hell is general that? population? What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, Gen Pop, oh, like prison, <laughs> like prison. <laughs> there kidding. you go. Nah, that's okay. Yeah. That's family talking. All right, that, you ladies know? and gentlemen, let's get right to it. Joe is always throwing me for a loop at the beginning of the show. Today's show brought to you by buddies at right, Abide. Bro. We love Abide. Welcome to the show, Abide. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, the first thing you do when you wake up is look at your phone. Then try this: instead of checking social media, open the Abide app, A B I D E, and start your day in the spirit and peace of Christ. Abide is the number one Christian meditation app. I love this. This is one of my favorite new sponsors. Abide users report less stress, lower levels of anxiety and depression, and better sleep. Start your day with Abide's daily meditation based on biblical scriptures. Perfect time for that. These audio meditations will center you and draw you closer to Christ. For a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off a premium subscription when you visit abide.co slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Abide's meditations start about two minutes long. They're easy to fit in your schedule and they feature topics like overcoming anxiety, managing stress, perfect for right now, addiction and recovery, finding forgiveness and more. At the end of the day, you'll find deep rest with Abide's bedtime stories based on the Bible. They're great for kids and adults alike. Join the millions of people using Abide, including Grammy award-winning singers, church leaders, and Christians like you and me. Get started now with 25% off a premium subscription by downloading the Abide app at abide, A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash Bongino. You'll get additional stories and meditations, premium music, soothing sounds, and more. Support the show and get 25% off by going to abide.co slash Bongino. That's abide.co slash Bongino to download the Abide app and get 25% off your premium subscription. Go today. It's very relaxing and great for Christians like us. Check it out. All right. Oh, Mr. Right, Joe. Brother. Yeah. Let's go, buddy. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats suck. That is the theme of today's show. All right. What they polled yesterday was an extraordinary level of new lowness. As we always say with the Democrats, we get to the basement. We think we've reached rock bottom with them, and they blast through the subterranean levels into the deep core of the earth, the mantle crust, blast through it all, and they get down to uh, maximum depravity. Well, what happened yesterday? Again, for the second time, the deuce, the Democrats decided yesterday to filibuster a Republican relief bill. It's not perfect. There's a lot of stuff in there I don't even like. But the Democrats' excuse for doing it is outrageous. Wait till I show you the actual bill. Big hat tip to Rachel Bovard on Twitter for mm. putting this together. The actual bill. I'm going to show you the five worst things in the bill. Before we get to that, let's go to a Wall Street Journal overview of what happened yesterday. Here's a piece in the journal worth your time discusses the bigger picture of just how awful the Democrats really do suck. The Pelosi-Schumer coronavirus contagion. Democrat leaders kill a rescue bill under pressure from the left. So what happened here? Listen, I, I'm not interested in any BS stories. If you want BS stories, right. you can go to CNN and MSNBC. You'll get them all day. I got a fake news alert later. Don't worry about that. What actually happened? Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats agreed to a bill on Saturday night. They were ready to rock and roll. Republicans and Democrats sat down. Again, I don't even think the bill was that great. I think there were a lot of bad things in it. The point here is that they sat down. They agreed to it. Apparently, they were roasting marshmallows in their Snuggies, singing Kumbaya. And what happens? Pelosi starts getting wind from AOC and the far left radical nutbags, flies into D.C., Joe, to the rescue yeah. and destroys the entire thing. Wall Street Journal, takeaway number one from the piece. Again, worth your time. Majority Leader McConnell last week asked his GOP chairs from their committees to work with Democrat counterparts on planks of the legislation. 
Republicans sought about $850 billion in liquidity for businesses to prevent credit defaults and mass layoffs, and roughly the same amount on Democrat priorities, including enhanced unemployment benefits, direct payments to households, and a surge in medical spending. By Saturday night, Mr. Schumer, listen, folks, was expressing, these are quotes from leftist radical nut from New York, Chuck Schumer, the Senate minority leader. These are actual quotes. By Saturday night, Joe Schumer was expressing delight and surprise. At the bipartisan cooperation. Those are quotes. Liberals, for those of you watching the show who don't know what those little things are at the top, those are quotes, meaning Schumer said that. Yes, Schumer said quotes, quotations. So Saturday night, Joe, leftist radical nut Schumer, delight and surprise. Yeah, delight and surprise. Surprise. (laughs) Well, what happened after that? (laughs) Let's go back to the Wall Street Journal and check that out. After Schumer expressed, quote, delight and surprise, enter the Democratic left. These radical lunatic loser zeros that suck. And I'm sorry if the word suck bothers you, but if there was ever a day for the word suck, today is that day. So enter the radical leftist lunatics. I added radical and lunatics, which trashed the bill as a handout to the wealthy Mitch McConnell and the GOP are pushing a crony capitalist slush fund for friends and donors, tweeted the absolutely hapless, I added absolutely hapless, AOC, who everyone thinks will challenge Schumer in a 2020 primary. So just to be clear, keep that up there for a moment, please, for our YouTube viewers. AOC, who everybody thinks is taking advantage of the political environment to primary Chuck Schumer because she wants to be a senator, even though she's one of the worst Congress people we have in the entire country, is now leveraging a situation from the far left to attack these Democrat nuts. The piece goes on. Miss Pelosi returned from recess. Nice that they were on recess, Joe. I'm glad Pelosi got a nice little week vacation. To say that even though they agreed to the bill, the Democrats, now the House will write its own bill. And then Mr. Schumer, who was delighted about the bill before, quote, then blocked the Senate from even debating the bill that his fellow Democrats co-wrote. Stand up guy, that Chuck. Folks. You know, what? let me just go on because I, I, I'm really I'm, this this could get really. We might have to have like sensors jump in. Here That's in why I'm shutting up. Let's go to part three because I'm, I'm the storm is gathering here and yeah. the volcano is getting ready to erupt any moment here. So let's just get through this here. The piece goes on. AOC's quote, crony capitalist slush fund line is false and dangerous. Government created this financial panic. It's the government that told Americans to stay home and essentially ordered U.S. commerce to stop. Nobody did anything wrong here, folks. We didn't create this virus. This is a this originated in China. Without revenue, companies can't pay the bills. Again, this is only a shocker to liberals. Without access to government loans, companies of every size will be forced to lay off employees by the millions. Now, because I'm nearly tired of liberal morons and idiots today, I'm going to do something here. I got my Sharpie. For those of you who'd like to watch on our video show, youtube.com slash Bongino. Let me document this out for you focus group tested morons on the left who don't understand how commerce commerce works. Now, they've settled on two talking points here. Their two talking points are this. Corporations are evil and should not be helped right now. And banks are evil too. So big banks and corporations. Let me show you how this works, okay? All right. I'm going to write this down. Some of you may hear it. May hear my Sharpie in the back. I hear the Sharpie. The Sharpie's moving. There it goes. You hear that? You can see it too, Joe. Words are being put down on paper. Because we have liberals watching who are really stupid and follow the hapless bartender on Twitter. There it is. Watch. You ready, Joe? This is profound. Am I ready? Deep thoughts from Dan Bongino today. Employers, employees. Where, where'd you come up with that? Where did you get that Freaking from? Genius. Genius. Dude. I know. I know. I know you're spellbound. I am. By my magnetic intelligence right now, Joe. Employers. In other words, Joe, the evil corporations. Yeah, yeah. Evil. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. For liberals who are watching, but maybe this will be more helpful if we put here. 
And I'm going to do those things, those marks called quotations. Oh, I know liberals oh, cool. don't know what they mean either. Yeah, that'll be helpful. Evil. Here, I put that in. Evil employers. Uh, 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 there it is. And yeah. maybe you'll understand it now if we put evil in there because, yes, you are that stupid. Ah, oh, Dad, we're trying to convert the liberals. Stop saying that. You're trying to convert the liberals. I'm not. Liberals are morons. I'm trying to convert reasonable people who are listening to the show. Some Democrats out there with common sense. I'm done with liberals. They hate you and this country and everything you stand for, and they suck. They have picked a talking point that evil corporations may get some kind of liquidity to stay in business to keep their workforces hired, and they don't care. They've run with that, not understanding the basic that those evil employers have actual employees. Now, Joe doesn't work for me. Joe works with me. Joe has his yeah. own operation. But, Joe, we work together. Yeah. Am I an evil employer? I mean, if, no, would, uh, would you, let me ask you a simpler question, yeah. Joe, because <laughs> you are the voice of America as the audience referee. No problem, Dan. If we were going under, thankfully, we're in good shape because yeah. we're, my wife and I are savers. Right. If we were going under. Would you be better or worse without this job? Not a trick question, Joe. As, as someone who works with me, not for me, but you can speak for the employees of America. It's kind of a similar experience in some respects. Would you be better off if we went under entirely tomorrow? Would you be better off with or without this job? Not a trick question. Dan, I'd be up the creek. And I would not have a paddle. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. The verdict is in, Joe, creek up. <laughs> Uh, okay. Let me hold my fire here because there's a lot of important stuff to get to. And I'm growingly furious with the asinine nature of the far left that really hates you and can't stand this country and wants to see it collapse tomorrow. Now let's put some meat on the bone in case you think I'm making this up. When Nancy Pelosi, who, who's her, her counterpart in the Senate, the hapless Chuck Schumer, who is in AOC's back pocket, the bartender, the bartender now running national policy. There's a bartender running national economic policy. I'm not kidding. This is not a knock. Believe me on bartenders. They are much smarter than AOC. It's this. I'm not kidding. They're some of the smartest people I know. Some of the life advice I got from bartenders, I still <laughs> yes. apply to. It's yeah. this specific bartender who is the. Uh, mm. She's running a $22 trillion national economy. Here's some of their liberal wish list items that AOC and her squad folks and these far left radical groups flew in at the last minute. Here's some of their demands they wanted in this bill. Hat tip again, Rachel Bovard. This is the actual bill. And a big hat tip to Paula for inserting 7,000 screenshots into the show today. Mm -hmm. These are just five of the dumbest things. So you say, well, this is the Wuhan virus relief bill. Clearly, this only has to do with the economic damage done with the Wuhan virus. No, 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 no. Um, here are, quote, grants for conducting risk-limiting audits of the results of elections. Clearly, this is a mistake. Oh. Grants for to federalize elections. Um, eh, are people making money off elections or... State election boards charging per vote? Is this some kind of economic issue? Are people being laid off from election boards? I, I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking what the... A, uh, if there was ever a time to drop an F-bomb, it's now. What the is this doing in the Wuhan virus bill? What the hell is an election bill, election Christmas tree amendment doing in this? What is it doing in there? You liberal nutbags. Here's another one. Not a joke. This is the actual bill. Actual bill. The Kennedy Center, which is great. I got no issue with the Kennedy Center. You should drive by it every day. 
Come back from Reagan Airport. You see it all the time. The John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts for Operations and Maintenance should get 35 million bucks? What the hell does this have to do with the Wuhan virus? $35 million to the Kennedy Center? I love the Kennedy Center. It's beautiful. What the hell does this have to do with the Wuhan bug? We're not done. Again, this is just five of the real winners in this bill. Next. Got to bail out the Postal Service. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there you go. Notwithstanding any other provisions, any outstanding debt of the U.S. Postal Service owed to the Treasury is hereby canceled. Yes, this is the perfect time to bail out the Postal Service. You're right. Let's do that. Let's bail out the po- What the hell does that have to do with the Wuhan virus? Bailing out the Postal Service? Now, this one's great for all you woke morons out there on the left. Joe, we know in the Wuhan virus, we want to make sure that companies that are going under, we got to know how many white guys they have on their board. Not a joke. Not a joke. Oh, my God. Here's low light because there are no highlights. Number four from the Democrats and AOC, her wish list and their wish list of items inserted into the bill for these far left nuts. Here's number four. How many white dudes are on your board? Pay equity. A comparison of pay amongst racial and ethnic minorities and to the extent possible results disaggregated by ethnic group as compared to their white counterparts and comparison of pay between men and women for seminal roles and assignments. (laughs) Not a joke. It goes on. Corporate board diversity. Corporate board demographic data including total number of board members, their gender, race, and ethnic identity of board members, and otherwise provided, as otherwise known or provided voluntarily, board title positions as well as any other leadership and subcommittee assignments. This is really important. Gosh, many white guys you have on your board. That's really important during the greatest financial crisis since the Great Recession, maybe the Great Depression. Yes, of course. How many white dudes on your board? That's super important right now. Hmm. Isn't it great to be a Democrat? How do you wake up in the morning and look in the mirror? As I tweeted out yesterday, and I will continue to say, I'm absolutely sure of two things. Republicans are not the answer to all your problems. I'm sure of that. Yeah. But number two, the cause of the majority of your problems are absolutely the Democrats. A shameful group of morons that are a historical stain on this country like we've never seen at any point in our lifetime. Using a pandemic Here's another one. to force your agenda. I'm <laughs> sorry. Of, it, it, the selfishness, uh, the carelessness. Uh, no, no, don't be sorry. It's not just as the audience referee. I'm sure you're not the only one saying this. Right? My head's spinning. Here's another one. This is maximum wokeness, Joe. Yeah. Because the airlines are going to go under soon if we don't get behind them somehow. And they got to make sure that the airline's carbon emission offsets are offset. You, They want to make sure that the FAA shall require each air carrier receiving assistance to offset their carbon emissions for domestic flights beginning in 2025. Uh. Oh, Moses, if there was ever a time, I know, I know, ladies and gentlemen, I try to keep this show family friendly, mm-hmm. but sometimes... Even the holiest of the holy, and that's not me, can lose it. This is unbelievable. How do you wake up in the morning? I'm not even kidding. How many white guys on your board, carbon offsets for airline carriers that could go under here and hire tens and hundreds of thousands of people? Election, federalizing elections. The $35 million for the Kennedy Center? Bailing out the Postal Service? This is all real. That's the bill. Oh, I got a lot more. Senator John Barrasso, who's usually a pretty 
even-tempered guy. Not usually, almost always. He lost it a little bit on the center floor. I want to play that. I got that. I got the digital dollar thing. Before I get to that, let me, I got a bunch of sponsors today, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate it. We got to keep the show afloat. Rough times for everybody, but we have good companies here. Today's show also brought to you by buddies at Patriot Mobile. Ladies and gentlemen, stop paying these other companies that really can't stand you for your cell service. It's a waste of your money and your time. You can get the same service from Patriot Mobile better. Right now, the American people are in a fight for their lives. Well, some try to politicize the crisis. Some of us are sticking together as one family, and Patriot Mobile wants to help. This is a difficult time with social distancing. Patriot Mobile is helping Americans stay connected by reducing all their pricing while you open a new line of cell phone service. Do it today. Plans start as low as $25 with an unlimited plan for only $55. There has never been a better time to junk these other companies that can't stand us and join the Patriot Mobile family. Call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT or visit patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan for free activation plus a free gift. Keep your number, get the same nationwide service while supporting the values you believe in. Do it today. I love this company. Patriot Mobile was founded by freedom-loving Americans that share your values and provides an easy way to support pro-life, Second Amendment, and religious freedom with every call you make. Call 972-PATRIOT today. Switch today. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Go today. Don't waste time. Thanks for your support, Patriot Mobile. Okay. So as I said, the Senate yesterday, the Democrats who had previously, Senator Schumer, thought it was a delightful bill. He's afraid of AOC. They destroyed the whole process. Here is a short video of Senator John Barrasso. Again, one of the most even-tempered guys in the Senate. (laughs) You know, for him really losing it on the Senate floor yesterday. And it was, and I mean losing it as a compliment. This is great. Check this out. Every member of this Senate needs to stand up and be counted. And for the senator from West Virginia to say, I wouldn't be for this. I don't know where that's coming from. Well, just read the papers that are coming out of the Democrat House. Just read the papers of the demands by the Democrats to muck up a bill that is designed as a rescue operation for the American people. That's where the problem is, Mr. President. We need to vote today again and again and again until we provide the relief, the rescue that the American people need. That's why we have a dozen Republicans on this side ready to speak, standing at podiums, ready to speak. And you don't right now have even a single Democrat on the floor to defend their position because it is indefensible. Yep. What does that tell you? The Senate floor open for comments that these loser Democrats, that not one of them wanted to get up and actually talk after that, that the Republicans were lined up. Again, I'm not suggesting the Republicans are an answer to all your problems. They may be the cause of some of them in some respects. Right. I'm no fan of swamp rats on either side. There are good folks on the Republican side, maybe some good folk, very few left, sadly, on the Democrat side. But I'm telling you with certainty, the cause of most of your problems are the Democrats. I'm embarrassed for them, and you should be too. Now, you may say, Dan, you're a former criminal investigator. What's the motive here? Well, I explain, in other words, what's the motive for destroying a bill the Democrats co-wrote, co-wrote and wouldn't vote? They co-wrote it. They thought it was delightful. Now, all of a sudden, they hate it. And they're talking about evil corporations that you work for, by the way, and evil banks. No banks, no money. Yeah, let's go into a Great Depression because banks are evil. That's brilliant. Really good move. Smart Democrats, morons. But there's another motive here why Pelosi flew in at the last minute at the behest of her far left-wing radical base, AOC and the squad. There's another reason. It's disgusting. It's, I'm not kidding. It is really, in, in the as I said to you when I opened the show, this is what I was talking about, what I'm about to mention right here. When you think the Democrats have reached the floor of depravity, like surely they wouldn't take advantage of a coronavirus outbreak up on Capitol Hill where Republican senators had a quarantine. Surely they wouldn't take advantage of that to destroy this bill they co-wrote. Oh, you'd be wrong. Here is an MSNBC anchor actually amazingly Telling you just what I just told you. He probably, this is, I heard yesterday on Fox, and it's, 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 uh, it's, it's almost tautological. He said, what's the definition of a gaffe? 
in D.C. when someone actually tells you the truth. Here's a air quotes gaffe by an MSNBC anchor who accidentally tells you that Nancy Pelosi is taking advantage of a viral outbreak on Capitol Hill to get the Kennedy Center bailout, the Postal Service bailout, less white guys on the board. This is... The Freudian slip of all times. Check this out. The House could not vote on this bill tomorrow or probably the next day or the next day, even if they wanted to. And I think what you're seeing here is Democrats believe they have leverage here. Republicans don't even have 50 votes in the Senate where they are in the majority right now because some of their members are quarantined. They are trying to find their way through a solution. And Democrats believe they have some political leverage here to control the response here in the way they would like to see it performed and to get some of their priorities across the finish line. Oops. Oops. Cat's out of the bag. MSNBC guy accidentally tells the truth, Joe. Yes, sir. Republicans have a couple people in quarantine and Rand Paul tested positive for Corona. What a time to take advantage. That's MSNBC. That's not the Dan Bongino show. Well, it's MSNBC on the Dan Bongino show. Again, the definition of a DC gaffe. When someone accidentally tells you the truth. <laughs> You know how sick this is? Do you understand how sick and deranged this is? Pelosi, when she found out Rand Paul was positive and was gonna, wasn't going to be able to vote, and that Mike Lee and that uh, Mitt Romney went into quarantine, when Pelosi found that out, she rushed back to make sure, don't vote now. Now they don't have the votes. They're sick. Or could be. Human filth. Garbage people, garbage people, garbage people. Again, the definition of a DC gaffe when you accidentally tell the truth. Here's Yahoo News, by the way, no right wing website here, where Jim Clyburn, Democrat, powerful Democrat on the House side, accidentally tells the truth too. Yahoo News. Democrat Rep Clyburn told colleagues the coronavirus bill is, quote, a tremendous opportunity to restructure things to fit our vision. Notice what he doesn't say. The coronavirus bill, a tremendous opportunity to help working class Americans from the next Great Depression. That's not in that quote. They want to restructure things. Now, I got a video coming up in a second here of a Democrat rep. Now, this is back in February. But this is a Democrat rep from New Jersey who, again, accidentally at a town hall tells the truth about why the Democrats are doing nothing to help you in the economy right now. Another D.C. gap. Again, before I get to that, I, I always appreciate your patience. Tuesday is always a stack day today. Today's show also brought to you by my buddies at Tacovas. Ladies and gentlemen, visit Tacovas, T E C O V A S dot com slash Bongino. Get your cowboy boots today. Check them out. Look at those. Look at those babies. Soft. Let's check that out. You feel how soft that is? Look at They look good. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I know, Joe. Joe's a huge fan. Let me tell you about my new favorite cowboy boots from Tacovas. These are so soft, they feel like sneakers when you wear them. Tacova's cowboy boots are handmade with high-quality, full-grain leathers by world-class bootmakers. You ain't going to get a finer boot than that, ladies and gentlemen. They're built to be comfortable right out of the box. Look, listen, I'm a pretty strong guy. That's how, you know, effort, that's how soft and supple that leather is. And for every occasion, home, in the office, all out of town, Tacova's boots is nothing like it. They have tons of timeless styles. That's a great part about Tacova's boots. They'll be fashionable today, fashionable tomorrow, fashionable in yesteryear. Tacova's are designed to be fashionable 50 years from now as they are today, and they are absolutely beautiful. You see them right there. Tacovas cuts out the middleman and sells them directly to you at an honest price that is amazing for this level of quality. Plus, shipping returns and exchanges are free and super easy. In addition to cowboy boots, Tacovas makes leather duffels, men's jeans, belts, billfolds, card cases, and more. Everything you get from Tacovas comes with the same calculated, meticulous approach to quality and quality standards that hold true to everything they do. Do what I did. Get yourself a pair of Tacovas cowboy boots today at tacovas.com slash Bongino. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Bongino, Tacovas dot com slash Bongino. Go today. Great prices. Terrific boots. Super comfortable. Love them. Tacovas dot com slash Bongino. Okay. So again, 
the D.C. gaffe accidentally telling the truth. Here is representative from New Jersey. Forgive me if I'm saying your name wrong again, not intentional. Mickey Sherrill, who is at a town hall and admits that the Democrats block stuff like they're doing now because they just don't want Trump to get a win, even if it helps you. This is how pathetic these people really are. Check this out. Now. And, and it's, it, it's shockingly a different mindset. So... When I go, you know, I've gone up to people and said, um, I need to get this piece of legislation passed. And they say, oh, yeah, we're, we just passed it. I said, yeah, we just passed it. I need the Senate to pass it, and I need the president to sign it. And they said, well, we don't want to give the president a win. You hear it? Yeah, how about that? Joe had to work a little bit of wonders with that, the audio, because it's low. Mm-hmm. But uh, this representative, Mickey Sherrill, is accidentally honest that this town hall from New Jersey says, yeah, I had this piece of legislation I thought could help, and I gave it to the Senate, and they told us, no, no, we can't pay it. We don't want to give Trump a win. Again, nowhere in that quotation. How about giving the American people a win? Not in there, not mentioned. Maybe she said it later in the speech. I'm not sure. She's welcome to uh, submit a comment to the show. We'll publish it tomorrow if she'd like to as a rebuttal. But fascinating how she accidentally slips and acknowledges that they just don't want Trump to get a win, even though you could win in the process. Now, if you want a list of what's in the bill, by the way, Daily Signal has a great piece. I'm I'm just going to quickly go through some stuff that's in there. I just told you the garbage that's in there. There are some other things in there, too. And I want to get to this is important. Don't go anywhere. There's a Forbes piece out about one provision of this for the digital dollar, which should scare the hell out of all of you. The digital dollar, oh, be very careful. I discussed this two years ago. Yeah. Big, big warning sign. Remember that show, Joe? I sure do. Yeah. The negative interest rates. and the, Oh, yeah, that show went crazy. I'm going to get to that in a second. But Daily Signal, great piece in the show notes. That Yahoo piece will be in there, too, about Clyburn. Bongino.com slash newsletter. If you go there, you can subscribe to my show notes. We email them to you every day. They're the best articles of the day. 13 things to know about the Senate's giant coronavirus bill by Rachel Gresler. I'll just go through a few of them. One is some sick leave and tax credits for small businesses that uh, whose employees are on sick leave due to the coronavirus. There's some small business loans in there. They've extended the tax deadline to July 15th. There is uh, checks going out apparently for $1,200 to families and, uh, and, uh, and, and individuals that meet a certain income requirement. There's going to be, as we discussed last week, you can withdraw, according to this bill, some money from your retirement account without penalty. Very good idea. They're going to waive minimum distribution requirements for people who have retirement plans. Great idea. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're 72 years old and you're forced to take a distribution from your retirement, it's heavy in stocks. You're going to eat a big loss right now. I think we can waive that. Let's let our, our, our seniors and our friends and 70-year-old folks, let's let them keep their money in there and recover some of these losses, folks. Common sense now. Good idea. Not talking to my audience. Talking to these people up on Capitol Hill. Good idea. It's $400 billion apparently in Fed Reserve-backed uh, loans also for businesses. Ladies and gentlemen, again, it's not businesses' fault what happened here. They didn't do this. This is not the financial crisis where we had bad mortgage books and maturity mismatches on banks that made stupid decisions. That's not what this is. Right. This is the very definition of a natural disaster. Yes. Something nature wrought upon us and made worse by socialist governments like China still engaged in propaganda campaigns against us. We'll see what happens. They're debating the bill now. It'll probably change a lot. I'll report back every day. Here's an article by Forbes, which should scare the hell out of you. It's why I saved it for last. This segment's regarding the bill and the fight about the bill. Folks, read this piece in the show notes by Jason Brent. New coronavirus stimulus bill in Congress creates a U.S. digital dollar. Big no. Hold on. Other side of the paper today. That's a big no. No. (laughs) That is a big no. That's a big no, Ski. Yeah, it's a huge no. Joe knows where I'm going with this because he's been with me from the beginning. Mm. But I discussed this about three years ago. Um, folks, Democrats love the idea and, and some dopey Republicans too, don't know what they're talking about. Love the idea of a digital dollar, digital, meaning non-paper exists in bits, zeros and ones. Why? Well, the digital dollar does two things for big government lovers. Gets rid of that nasty cash problem. I say that sarcastically. What do you mean, Dan? 
nasty cash problem. Well, what does the government want to do, Joe? The government wants to do two things. Mm. They want to take your money. Mm -hmm. They want to spend it. Mm -hmm. But they want to do it, and they don't want to actually have to pay for it. I see. So what better way to do it than to just take it from you? Now, I'll explain about that. The cash problem is an interesting one. The government wants to spend money into an, uh, an abyss. They don't, the, and when I say government, I mean big government Democrats and some Republicans who play along. They don't care. They'd love to spend money forever in perpetuity. The way to get rid of that debt in real terms is to monetize it through inflation. Very simple to understand. Mm -hmm. We don't need to overly complicate. By monetizing the debt, you know, we people like to talk in fancy jargon. The reality is they want the dollar to be worth less than the future. Why? Because a dollar of the debt they accumulate is worth less too, right? Yeah. You take a mortgage on your house in 1960, that was $30,000. I think that's what my father and them paid for the house we had in Smithtown. It was probably 30 grand or less. The way to wait, make that mortgage debt worth less is inflation. Inflation is great if you owe a lot of money because the dollar is worth less. Mm -hmm. If one dollar in the 60s brought you, you know, three gallons of milk, one dollar now isn't even going to buy you a little cup of milk because the dollar is worth less. But so is a dollar of debt. If you owed one dollar of debt in the 60s and you owe that same dollar of debt now, that dollar is far easier to accumulate and pay off the debt with now. That's a simple explanation for monetizing the debt. The government loves this. Yeah. Okay. yeah. They love inflation. Big government hacks think inflation is great because they can run up huge tabs, effectively mortgaging the country, and they hope 30 or 40, down, 40 years down the road when they have to pay it back that it's not worth a lot because they've inflated away the value of the currency. Isn't this great? No. Reminds me of the example in John Maynard Keynes, who is basically a, a uh, the golden calf of the left. But he did have an example in his book that makes sense. Ladies and gentlemen, there are two ways to tax the economy, right? Because the government doesn't make anything. The government yeah. just takes from you. So there are two ways to take. Here we go. Inflation and taxation, right? Mm -hmm. The government, If the government wants to spend 25% of the economy, they have to take it no matter what. You can only take it two ways, inflation or taxation. Way number one. Method number one would be to tax people at 25%. Simple as that. Right. The United States citizenry makes 300 million worth of goods, tax them at 25%. You'll get 25% of the stuff. But there's another way to do it. Inflation. Destroy the dollar. So the government, let's say there's $100 in circulation. Just use round numbers for the sake of this example. The government hasn't taxed, doesn't have to tax anything. The government can print $25, spend there it. There it is. Or spend, actually, in this case, let's say $33, $33 spend yeah. it. Now you have $133 in circulation. They didn't tax anybody, which is effectively roughly 25% of $133, right around that mark. And mm. they don't have to tax anyone. Isn't inflation great? Of course not, only for idiots. Now, you may say to yourself, well, what does that have to do with the digital dollar? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the government is, and some big government Democrats, and again, I'm not holding Republicans out here. They've spent a lot of money too. Love the idea of taking interest rates. Lower interest rates will cause inflation because it's easier to get money out into the economy. Lower Pushing interest rates low makes it easier to flush the economy full of money. So the government prints more money to drive the inflation rate down. So some genius over in... Uh, some big government genius, they've tried this in other places around the world, by the way, said, well, if we can drive the interest rate down by printing more money, the interest rate is basically a price on money, right? That's what an interest rate is. Right. It's a price to go borrow money. Uh -huh. If there's more money, the price is lower. Just like if there's more bagels, the bagels are cheaper. Fewer bagels, more expensive bagels. Fewer money, more expensive money. More money, less expensive money. They want to drive the interest rate through the ground. So some genius said, well, what if we could drive interest rates negative? Negative? So now I'm a saver. I keep my money in the bank. 
interest rates are around zero, so I can't get anything for investing my money. So savers are, the, the, by the way, big government Democrats and Republicans hate savers. Mm-hmm. They can't stand savers because they love inflation. And to get inflation, you have to go and spend money. So some genius said, Joe, what if we drive the inflation rate negative? In other words, all those stupid savers who keep their money in the bank, it'll actually cost you money every day you keep your money in the bank. A negative, think about that. Mm -hmm. A positive interest rate, keep your money in the bank, gain interest, you got more money. Negative interest rate, keep your money in the bank, you lose money. Isn't this great? Well, what's the problem? Problem's obvious. They tried this in Japan and other yeah, places. or close to, to negative yeah. and negative at times. Yeah, because you I know you, you like this story. I love this stuff, yeah. And what became a booming business after that? The home safe business. <laughs> yeah. People went out and bought safes and took their money out of the bank. Because if the money's held in cash and not digitally, then the negative interest rates, they can't take your money. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, by pulling cash out of the financial system and putting it in your safe, you actually de facto make money while everyone else is losing it, keeping their money in the banks. The safe business was booming in Japan, which had the exact opposite effect than the dopey economists suggested. Remember, the goal of negative inflation, Joe, is to get people to say, holy crap, if I keep my money in the bank, we're going to lose money. Spend it quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. put it in circulation. Not only did people not do that, they went out and bought safes, pulled their money out of circulation, stuck it in the safe and didn't spend it because they were making more money by not spending it and let everybody else's money collapse. Oh, Joe, how do we solve that problem? <laughs> Let's make a digital dollar. Therefore, we can wipe out the cash problem. And don't you worry, there will be no safes for cash because there'll be no cash. You'll be forced to keep your money in the bank. We got them now. Oh, man. Call your legislators today and say, ah, we're going to pass on that digital dollar thing. But thanks. I know what you're trying to do. Remember, there are two ways for the government to piss away your money. To tax it and spend it on useless stuff, which they typically do outside of our great military and our our cops. Or they can just inflate it away, which people will go buy safes and refuse to be, have their money and life savings inflated away, which they will promptly tell you, eh, you know what? I'm not going to do this safe thing anymore. You're going to have digital dollars out. No, no thanks. Hard pass. But thanks for trying. Read the article in Forbes. Share this portion of the show. Not a joke. Always, 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 when Democrats insert something into a bill, always ask yourself why. It is never for a benign reason. They don't want you to be able to take your cash out, put it in a safe. Inflation, taxation, the two ways for the government to steal your money. Both equally effective in destroying your financial well-being. All right. We, we can't go a day, of course, without our media hysteria segment. I'm going to get that. We have one last sponsor. Again, I always appreciate your patience, but it's an important sponsor today. I brought this up last week. We were not paid to say that last week. They are a paid sponsor today. I want to be crystal clear on that. Um, but I brought up some companies last week that can help out right now. Some were sponsors, some were not. I really had no, nothing but the best of intentions, ladies and gentlemen. I mean it. Um, take it for what it's worth. But I mentioned Omaha Steaks last week. Folks, I, I've been going to the grocery store every day. Not a joke. It's very hard. To find meat, it just is. Yeah. They are a sponsor that is, I, I love this company. I I really do. I've been using them way before they were sponsors. They have stuff in stock. Paul and I ordered last week. I've been recommending to everyone in my family they order Omaha Steaks. Um, we Again, we went to the grocery store. They had, they had a, a, a pack of short ribs left. I think that was it. It's really kind of scary for people. Staying home, there's never been a better time to stock up on Omaha Steaks. They'll deliver the world's best steaks and a huge variety of family favorites without leaving home. Right now, the Omaha Steaks limited time stock up sale is available for my listeners to help your family stock up on the food you love. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code Bongino into the search bar, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. Put my last name in the search bar. You'll get free shipping on orders of $69. And there's a variety of ready to ship stock up boxes available now. We just ordered ours the other day. These packages are perfect for families and they're ready to head straight to your door with free shipping. 
Stock up boxes include world-famous Omaha steaks, naturally aged to tenderness and trimmed to perfection. Premium poultry and pork cut by Omaha Steaks butchers and individually sealed for freshness and flavor. I'm putting some in the freezer downstairs. Tasty and easy to make side dishes, no work family meals for your slow cooker or oven. Skillet meals ready in 15 minutes or less, artisan desserts, and much more. Right now, stock up boxes are ready to ship uh, and shipments of $69 or more get free shipping. Omaha Steaks delivers guaranteed quality and safety with every food order. As you're stocking up on the things you need, don't forget the food you will love. Omaha Steaks is a fifth-generation family-owned company. Grain-fed beef It's hand-cut by master butchers in the heartland of America. Every Omaha Steaks order is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. It's fresher than fresh. There's never been a better time to stock up on Omaha Steaks. The stock up sale is going on right now with ready-to-ship packages and free shipping on shipments of $69 or more. Visit omahasteaks.com, type Bongino in the search bar today. Don't be dealing with the supermarkets and their empty meat aisles, which is happening around here, unfortunately. Okay, uh, moving on. I covered yesterday during the show, email feedback, I would guess was 95% positive. Um, about 5% negative and about less than 1% people who were genuinely upset at me. Um, one lady, I tweeted out yesterday that it's time to stop the hysteria and start doing facts, that there are people going out of business right now who are going to suffer for generations if they don't get on their feet quickly. Mm -hmm. This is not an academic subject. It's the real world. So a woman emailed me and I put my email out there. It's fine. You can send your hostilities my way if you prefer, if it makes you feel better. She's a um, kind of in a sarcastic, snarky tone, but whatever, your call. It's, you know, I put my email out there for a reason. Say, hey, man, like, I'm really sorry that your local pizza place is going out of business or something. Huh. Wait, what? It's snark wheat. Yeah. Week. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's not what I said on no. the show, by the way. It's not even my local pizza place. We have places closer. It's a place I eat in once in a while by a hardworking manager who employs about 20 or 30 people in my community who's about to go bankrupt. I'm really sorry I hurt your delicate sensibilities by considering him and other business owners in the grand scheme of the economic damage we're about to wrought. Now, a lot of this is happening because we're beyond the fact stage. The media is exclusively in the number one propaganda stage and number two, the dunk on Trump stage. Showing you how stupid the media is. Now, I can't encourage you in strong enough terms to do your own homework. Get your own facts and data. It's out there. They're out there. There are credible organizations putting out real science out there. And to ignore these people, here's a tweet by the delusional nutbags at MSNBC trying to get everybody into a full-blown panic. This is an actual tweet, a quote by this moron, Chris Hayes, probably the third or fourth dumbest guy on media, depending on the day behind Brian Stelter and Chuck Todd. Quote, Chris Hayes. There is no option just to let everybody go back out and go back to normal if a pandemic rages across the country and kills 50% of the population. Now, oh, oh. all right. Yeah, this is this is on MSNBC's account with millions of followers. Hysteria that number one Trump, Trump said, oh, no, no, everybody just go back out. Nobody ever said that. Nobody said that. Chris Hayes said that. And if that happens, maybe 50% of the people will die. Total hyperbolic hysteria meant to frighten you to death and push you to the red line. From moron Chris Hayes. Moron. If you're taking life advice from MSNBC right now, I genuinely feel bad for you. You want an optimistic note? Another story in the show notes. Please check it out. I'm going to get more to the media hysteria thing, but I just don't want to leave you with that nonsense without presenting a counterpoint from an actual Nobel winning 2013 in biochemistry Nobel Prize award winner. Article in Yahoo News, worth your time in the show notes. Again, Bongino.com slash newsletter. Yahoo, why this Nobel laureate predicts a quicker coronavirus recovery. Quote, we're going to be fine. A very serious problem, no doubt. He doesn't diminish the size of the problem in the piece. He simply suggests that this apocalyptic talk of 50% of the population being wiped out is not borne out by the science, the facts, and the data. From the piece. It's important. It's from a Nobel Prize winner. Probably someone I'd want to listen to rather than this moron, Chris Hayes. 
He says, although the number of daily deaths has increased, the rate of that increase has begun to ease off. In his view, the fact that new cases were being identified at a slower rate was more telling than the number of new cases itself. It's an early sign that the trajectory of the outbreak has shifted. Think of the outbreak as a car racing down an open highway, he said. Although the car is still gaining speed, it's not as accelerating as rapidly as before. This suggests that the rate of increase in the number of deaths will slow down even more over the next week. Levitt wrote, this is a Nobel Prize earner, in a report he sent to friends on February 1st, shared on Chinese social media. And soon, he predicted the number of deaths would be decreasing every day. If you read the piece, ladies and gentlemen, you'll find out his prediction of the number of deaths was accurate to within five deaths in China. But no, continue to listen to noted epidemiologist and scientist Chris Hayes with his hysterical nonsense that 50% of the population's at risk. Idiots. Who does Chris Hayes want in charge, by the way? I'll get back to the media in a moment, but this is important. Election 2020 is still happening, as far as we know. This is the guy they want in charge. Joe Biden. Now, keep in mind, in context, here's a short clip of Joe Biden trying to do his alternate coronavirus briefing. To call it a train wreck is a discredit to train wrecks all over the globe throughout history. Trump was there yesterday for almost two hours in a briefing, maybe an hour and a half or so in a briefing yesterday, answering questions from media people who hate him. There are always ups and downs to these briefings, but for two hours, Handled it. Got the information out there. Joe Biden was reading off a teleprompter for his alternate coronavirus briefing and couldn't even handle that for more than 20 seconds. Not a joke. This is Joe Biden yesterday. Chris Hayes, his new fearless leader. Beef up the number of responders dealing with the crush, these crush of cases. And, uh, and in addition to that, uh, in addition to that, we have to uh, make sure that we, uh, we are in a position that we are, well, let me, let me go to the second thing. I've spoken of that. The president must use the Defense Production Act. Ooh. For those of you who missed this on YouTube, there's a video associated with that that's helpful. I'll describe it to you, but youtube.com slash Bongino. For those of you who watched on the YouTube and may have missed it, did you see his right hand? <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. back and watch that again. Yeah. Joe Biden at one point, he's sitting at a podium. He's clearly reading off a teleprompter and the prompter <laughs> clearly goes down. And because Joe Biden needs a teleprompter to talk about the coronavirus, unlike Trump, two hours unscripted, the teleprompter goes down. So he does he does this little motion with his right hand. He tries to hide it below the podium, telling his staffers to give him a paper copy. And then the prompter, watch it again, rewind the tape. You'll see the prompter comes back up and he goes, oh, enough on that. Let's get back to it. Because Joe Biden can't speak unscripted on this. It's the best you got. Watch it again. You'll see it. Listen, in my prior line of work, I know. Right, right, right? Really? In my prior line of work, nobody has seen more teleprompter speeches than me. Backstage with three presidents. Uh I know exactly how they work. That prompter went down. He had nothing in his melon to talk about. He's gesturing for the paper copy. And then the prompter came back up. and uh, Enough. Let's get back to it. There's There's your guy there, Democrats. Your fearless leader. I had to. At least a Muttley. <laughs> At, least, At a least, least a Muttley on that one. Good call. We haven't had that. We need a little no. comic relief. Good yeah, job. man. All right, back to our fake news propaganda alert, which we have to do every day. Ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't think the Chinese propaganda coming out of China, that this is not to be called the Wuhan or China virus, isn't damaging, this is spreading all over the world now. Chinese propaganda that the United States started the Wuhan virus. Yes, this is spreading everywhere by the United States' enemies. For the media people who are spreading this, actively working with our enemies, you don't believe me? Here's a tweet from Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Now the Iranians are jumping in. Khomeini's fabricating that the U.S. is responsible for the Wuhan virus. And we put Iranians, Americans, and the rest of the world at risk. Facts matter. Again, for all you useful idiots in the media like Chris Hayes and others, Actively promoting disinformation campaigns. Understand this, America's enemies are using you because you're morons. And you're either too stupid or too filled with rage to know the difference.
More fake news. Axios this morning tweets this out. Again, a, a site I thought I once respected. Now, to be fair, they've since corrected this and taken the tweet down. But that's not how this works, ladies and gentlemen. This got 3,000 retweets when they could have done some basic homework fo- first. Shameful. Shameful, by the way. Axios. A man has died after ingesting chloroquine phosphate, one of the anti-malaria drugs that Trump has mentioned in recent days. Of course, an effort to dunk on Trump, who, God forbid, has hoped that hydroxychloroquine, trade name Plaquenil, may be, may be a treatment for this. God forbid we have hope out there, ladies and gentlemen. The president of the United States expresses the idea that there may be some treatment out there. That was retweeted 3,000 times. Story was picked up by the collusion hoaxers at BuzzFeed. I mean, noted more. No one actually takes BuzzFeed seriously, so I'm not as worried about them. A man died after self-medicating with a drug Trump promoted as a potential treatment for the coronavirus. You may be saying, Dan, what's the problem with this story? The man didn't take a drug Trump mentioned for coronavirus. Oh, let's go to the Axios that had to update this story after it was retweeted 3,000 times. Worth noting, gee, you think? Here's the update. The malaria drug comes in tablet form, but the type this couple used was a toxic substance, not the medication. The man's wife told NBC News, I had it in the house because I used to have koi fish. Editors note, this story's been updated to reflect the fact that the form of chloroquine the couple ingested was used in aquariums and is not a medication. Listen, what happened to these people was tragic. I'm really sorry you ingested a fish tank cleaner. And I'm not, it's not, I'm, 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 this is not in any way making, I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm only stating to you the facts. Please don't eat fish tank cleaner. It's not a, I, I, I don't, how is this Trump's fault? Trump mentioned ethanol in his speech once, too. I don't see people at the gas tank. Let me drink the ethanol out of the gas. I mean, this is Trump's fault. They didn't take chloroquine, Plaquenil. They took a fish tank cleaner. But of course, Axios and BuzzFeed have to dunk on Trump because they are totally useless media garbage people. That's why. Now, again, Axios has since taken down the tweet. But after 3,000 retweets, you already did your job. And nobody takes BuzzFeed seriously anyway. So it really doesn't even BuzzFeed is like a clown show of garbage people. So nobody really cares. All right, one last story in the Washington Examiner. Actually, if we get, let's motor through these two quick because it's important. I don't like leaving stuff for tomorrow because it's such a busy news week. I mean, I get to it. Well, the Washington Post, Margaret Sullivan calls for a media boycott of White House press briefings. Chinese propagandist agrees by Beckett Adams, Washington Examiner again, be in the show notes. The Washington Post now is suggesting we should not listen anymore to briefings from the White House. God forbid we get actual information to people not censored by the Washington Post. She tweeted that out. It was retweeted by the China propaganda minister right now. No. Also retweeted by uh, Kyle Griffin, I think is his name, um, who pretends to be, I think, an MSNBC guy. I don't know what his story is. As is indicated in the article, he says he's a producer for MSNBC. He probably is, but he seems to tweet all day garbage stuff on Twitter. Um, so the Chinese propagandists love them. I mean, yeah, he is a producer for MSNBC. I don't know what show he works for. Finally, another piece of fake news you hear. Oh, you know, the national supply of face masks was depleted. Gosh, that Trump really screwed that up. Until we find out another story in the Washington Examiner today, and to be fair, covered by the LA Times as well. Mm -hmm. And Bloomberg, shockingly, Joe. LA Times and Bloomberg News. The federal stockpile of N95 face masks was depleted under Obama and never restocked. Again, folks, I, I don't put this out there to get into like who did what. It's a national crisis. Let's fix it. I'm just tired of people, even some friends of mine, pumping me full of misinformation all day on email and Twitter with garbage info. Trump really screwed this up. Yeah. Uh, Did you even know what you're talking about? 
We don't have a national stockpile of masks because the Obama administration during H1N1 depleted it and never refilled it. Kind of an important fact to note, no? All right, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate it. I appreciate you dealing with the tone of today's show, but you know, I'm legitimately PO'd and you should be too about what's going on right now. This country's being led by a class of idiots. You deserve better. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. We really appreciate it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.